Hey guys, today we are joined by Shalini, also known as HerFitLife7 on Instagram. Today she sits down with us and shares just how her life took an unexpected turn after law school and how God's plan for our lives is always much better than we can imagine for ourselves. And just saying like, hey, dude, your worth, your value is not in the two letters that will be behind your you know, last name when you graduate. Your worth is in the Lord's work. Your worth is... Um, how he sees you like I already know you from everything I know I know I know I'm seriously you guys I'm just like really humbled to even just be able to hang with you I know Mackenzie Bridget Mackenzie and I was like what can we just like meet in person but I'm like what I would give to just sit down with the two of you for coffee I know (laughs) we feel the same way I feel like you're having coffee with us right now but um B and I are so excited to get you on because we really you just inspire us so much and um and so that whole thing about wanting to follow your dreams and be a mom and do it all that's that's how we are and so um right now we're just working on getting a series of women um who inspire us like you who are uh, totally unraveling their call and that's thank you okay well I'm serious yeah I'm just humbled no it's so true though um so thank you for doing that thank you for living out your call um okay so Uh, we'll just start if you're ready shawl I love that I'm gonna call you that that's so cute okay good all right here we go so first of all welcome to unraveling the call podcast thank you shawl for being here with us we're so excited thank you ladies thank you so much for having me of course um we're honored uh first of all we'd like to hear a little background can you give us a little mini bio about your life how you ended up where you are today a little bit about you and mwb for anyone who follows um (laughs) shawl on instagram her fit life seven um and cal just give us all the give us everything all the good stuff all the good stuff. totally yeah all the good stuff so i'm actually originally from minnesota i was born and raised there i grew up in a little teeny tiny farm town about 45 minutes west of minneapolis um i went to the university of minnesota twin cities i graduated from there in 2012 and then i went on to serve with um, a ministry organization called net ministries um it was amazing we led faith-based retreats for sixth through 12th graders around the country and then in 2014, I began my time at St. Thomas School of Law in Minneapolis um, and graduated from there in 2017. It's actually also where I met, yes, MWB stands for Matthew William Bluebaugh, who is my <laughs> sweet husband. He was a year I have ahead of me, and he's awesome, awesome. Um, so we, throughout my time in law school also, this is just a little snippet of the long story, but I had always known that I didn't want to be a practicing attorney, but I was always like, okay, Lord, like... <laughs> I'm here, so now what? Oh um, my gosh. So we, I actually graduated not knowing what was to come at all, aside from the fact that I'd later get married um, that year. So August of 2017, Matt and I got married, and then that following April of 2018, we found out we were pregnant with our little girl, Callan, who's now almost 10 months, which is just wild. Oh my <laughs> um, gosh. But we are currently out here in Colorado, um, about an hour north of Denver currently, um, and we are just loving life, and I currently have um, my own activewear um, company that I represent, yes. um, so it's kind of crazy just like coming out of law school, how God just like, here, here's an opportunity that you're going to love, and <laughs> Right. Um, get to meet sweet women like you girls. So just really grateful. So that's like a little bit of what life looks like now. Wow. That is so awesome. I just like, I'm amazed <laughs> by your willingness with the Lord's plan. And 
to me, it, to me, it sounds like he derailed it completely. Like you were going to oh school for, for law. And first, like what brought you to law school? Like what was that? And then where, was there this moment of like, where it just hit you and dawned on you one day that this isn't it. There's yeah. something more for my yeah. life. What can you talk about that a little bit? Totally. I love that you use the word derailed. It's honestly never a word that I had thought about before you said it just now, but you said it and I got chills because I'm like, oh my gosh, that's exactly what I'm Well, Shaw, Bridget, sto- Bridget read your story and she she kept saying that. She was like, it looks to me like her life was derailed by the Lord. And I love that she said that. Oh I'm like, gosh. I'm like, wow, if we can just think of our life like that, just being changed it's, by him. It's the drama queen. Yes. No, it's beautiful. I'm like always looking for the story. I'm like, okay, her story is that God derailed her plans. Yes. And it's like, I don't want it to be a negative, but it's more of like, can you please no. share with our listenership when that happens in your life? Like, um, how do you just keep going with that and say like, okay, God, like, was there a moment that you were practicing law or something like that where you, it hits you like a ton of bricks? Like this isn't my path. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. So I have a couple moments like that. I am still like, kind of like stuck on this word derailed, but I just love it so much. So I actually, after my first semester of my first year in law school, I drove back to my parents' house and told them that I wasn't going to go back. And at that point, I didn't necessarily have a reason as to why I didn't want to go back, but they were like, yes, you are. And so I was like, okay, (laughs) I'm going to go back, Um, which praise Jesus, because I ended up meeting Matt the next year. So it totally, like, it totally makes sense um, in hindsight. But there was, I was actually in my last year of law school in, um, I think it was my last semester, and I was actually working for um, the city of Minneapolis um, prosecutor's office, Um, and it was a fabulous experience, and I learned a ton, and I really did think that, like, okay, if I'm going to stick it out in a legal career and capacity, I'm going to be a prosecutor, and I guess that's where I'm headed, but there was um, one moment I will never, ever forget. we were in the courtroom, and um, for whatever reason, the courtroom was packed that afternoon, and that was not, it was it was totally out of the norm to have a packed courtroom for just the kind of hearings that we were dealing with um, that day, and so I was kind of looking around, trying to figure out what was happening, and um, I noticed the front row of the courtroom was filled with um, people that were crying, and I was like, what could this possibly be, because we were yeah, just not in the court setting where necessarily those sorts of things you would see. So um, finally, a woman stood up and said, um, you know, can we speak to someone? So his mother passed away this weekend and he doesn't know yet because this young man had been um, in jail over the weekend oh. um, and he just didn't know. And my heart dropped, um, especially being on wow. the side of the bench that I was sitting on. I was like, oh, my gosh, like, come Holy Spirit, because... This is so wild. So anyway, how it works out is that they lead um, these individuals in. They actually sit behind a glass box. It's all it's very structured, structured, um, which is just how you know court proceedings are, which is very normal. But in my mind, I was like, this young man is just gonna find out that his mother had just passed away and he wasn't there. So mm-hmm. anyway, he walks wow. out and he's behind this glass box. Um, and he starts to recognize faces. You can tell he's kind of picking out faces in the crowd. And this woman, again, it turned out to be his aunt, um, just stood up and yelled, your mother passed away, and he just hit the floor behind that glass box. And I will never forget. I, oh, oh gosh, gosh, I just stared at my shoes because I was like, 
so at a loss for words and in the position that I was as um, a law clerk on the prosecutorial side, it was like I couldn't do anything. And it was honestly one of the most helpless feelings in my entire life where that was honestly the moment where I was like, this is not... Like, all I wanted to do was go hug that young man, to be quite frank with you. But right, I, which I would too. That, yeah. Yeah, but it was just one of those, like, Jesus, like, what would you do? And I'm like, in my heart, I'm like, I know exactly what you would do, but, like, I am so, it, it was the path mm-hmm. that I was about to choose. Like, this is restrictive to what I feel mm-hmm. that you would choose, Lord, in my, like, ultimate desire to, like, lead others and be with you in heaven someday. And, like, wow. it was just, my world just shook that mm-hmm. day. Wow. Um. And that was the moment for me that I was like, okay, this is not for me. (laughs) Wow. Um, And I think there's, like, amazing lawyers out there, I'll just say, that, like, that's what, like, I think if you're living out your call, it's, like, things are easier for you to to, to do or things like that. And, like, in my life, I've tried to go down paths that aren't for me. And I've felt what you're saying, like, not in that exact moment, like, what you experienced, but, like, oh, this isn't for me because I feel unsettled, Lord. Like, I don't, I don't yes. feel settled in this moment. And I think, I don't know, I think yes. that that's a huge sign when you feel that. Mm-hmm. Totally. Totally. I couldn't agree more. And I love your path, like, that you talked about, how you say, yes, maybe law wasn't for you, but you stayed an extra year in school and met Matt, which, like, I'm sorry, yes. you can't write that. And, Tell, tell us how you got to where, what was next? Like, how did you listen? How do you listen yeah. in those moments? Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I I did a lot of pray. Like, I just, I clung to the Lord in those moments because I was so sure, Lord, you have me for a reason, even though, I, mm-hmm. again, I love the word unsettled, too, because that is exactly what I would just wake up every morning so unsettled, but knowing, like, I... I'm set to graduate. This is like where you have me now. And this is the field mm-hmm. that I'm in that you need me in. And where is the work for me, Lord? Wow. And I feel like there probably was a process of like unpacking that experience where you have the realization in those moments, like, okay, is this for me, God? Because what I just felt like was not peace. Um, but was it like prayer and journaling? Like, how did you kind of get to the conclusion where you were like, you know what? I am going to pursue something completely different. Yeah. Yeah. It's so wild. Yeah. There was a lot of prayer, a lot of journaling, a lot of going to mass, a lot of mm-hmm. just being near to him. Um, another huge catalyst in it all was Nat, my husband, which we weren't married. We were just um, seriously dating at that point. And we had had a lot of serious conversations of like, I don't think that this path, this legal career is for me. Oh. So I kind of shared with him. He, he had known all along, like, I've always loved all things health and fitness. I've always, um, I've just eaten that stuff up. It's like where I feel most restful and most joyful and most fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love he that. just looked at me one day and he was like, you know, you've always wanted to be certified as a personal trainer. Like do that after we graduate. Wow. Um, and I was like, okay, yeah, I would do that. So yeah, God really just like used Matt to propel me into where I am now, which is just the most wild thing. Wow. But that's so inspiring, Shaw, because 
I think it's so easy as women, young women, um, women who've been in the workforce for years to just feel stuck. Like I'm, I have to work this nine to five because I have to, because I said I would, because I went to school for this, because that's what I'm doing and I can't stop. And, and, and a lot of us just don't take a hold of that and say, wait, (laughs) is this where I'm supposed to be? Does this bring me the most joy and peace in my life? And I, it's so cool the way you tell your story. He, he told you, 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 why don't you get your certified personal training and you just accepted it. Like so many girls would be like, well, that's not what, you know, I have a law degree. I need to be using that. And that wasn't your response. Your response was so yes, yes. And, and I just think that is like the through line to who you are, who you are on social media, but who you are as, as a person is yes. Like, yes, Lord, because your um, line on your Instagram handle, which I love is give him all the glory. So I think what I'm learning from you is it doesn't matter what you're doing as long as you're doing it for him and it brings you joy. Yes. I, that's, I think that's the most of my prayer every day of like, okay, Lord, like what's next today? Who, who could be touched by this or by that? I just, I think heading into every single day with open hands has been just the greatest blessing, a difficult lesson to learn how to do, I think, but, um, has just borne the most fruit. Shal, did you have any, um, could you speak to like any, um, moments where when you first decided, um, after those experiences you had in the courtroom where you were just like, you know, I really don't think that this could be for me. Um, and then you started to take that different path. Um, did you have any like pushback from family or friends or, you know, comments that are made? I just know in my own personal life that sometimes when I've like had my own ideas of, of what I want to do and what I think that God wants me to do, if it's not like what was expected of me, you know, from certain, you know, family members or, or friends or just, you know, people who probably have the best intentions for you, but sometimes they just like have to tell you what they think would, you would be best at. Um, mm-hmm. did, did that happen to you as you were kind of shifting to do more of the, um, stuff you're doing now? Yes, absolutely. Um, there was a lot of pushback, like I mentioned before, after I, um, finished up that first semester of my first year, when I told my parents I wasn't going to go back. That was probably the first time that I experienced the pushback. But afterwards, as I started thinking seriously about, okay, I'm not not pursuing law, um, it was a lot of like, wait, what? But you have student loans and you, you know, you have all of these experiences and all this good work experience that you gained in law school. And there was a ton, a ton, a ton of pushback. And I really, it was honestly one of the most trying, hurtful, sad times of my life. Um, because I think what you said is so true of like, it's mostly with the best intention that people are coming to you and saying, hey, right. you might wanna you know, rethink this or try harder or do this or do that. But I kept asking the Lord, Lord, if you need me in this career path, you need to provide the peace. <laughs> and just the peace never came. Um, wow. Had the peace come, I think, not even I think, had the peace come, things would have looked differently and would probably look differently now, but the peace just never came. And so I really just clung like, Lord, you are a God of peace and I'm going to go where the peace is. And the peace is not here, regardless of what people are saying to me. Um, so I knew I had to move in some sort of direction. I just couldn't stay still. I, wow. That's, that is such a good point. I think everyone needs to hear, especially our listeners, especially us, especially Mm -hmm. women in general is Finding the peace. Yeah, finding the peace. Anytime someone comes and asks for advice to me or anytime I'm asking someone advice, the answer I usually get is, well, 
Does it bring you peace and joy? Or does it make you anxious and stressed? And that's from the devil. Yes. And the, the stuff that brings yes. you peace and without question, that's from God. And it comes with everything. It's crazy that every single question we have, every moment we go through, it's we come to that crossroads. Mm-hmm. Is this from God or is yes. it not? Also, like, I don't know where I heard this, but like if we are looking at God as like a good father who knows us so well because he made us, it's like he made you and he knows what will bring you joy. And so like our lives are him like yes. pushing us in the direction like no you had this plan but this is gonna make you so happy because I gave you gifts in this area and I want you to do them you know and it it doesn't matter what so-and-so thinks you should do or you know what this person said you should do it's like I'm putting this on your heart for a reason and Mm -hmm. so I don't know I think that's just so cool that that you followed that because a lot of times like you said before we get so stuck to the title and the expectation of our identity in that title like well I went to film school so I have to be a filmmaker for the rest of my life (laughs) yeah and I have to pay off all this debt and I can't be a mom while I'm doing all of it which is a lie Um, another huge catalyst in it all was Nat my husband which we weren't married we were just I'm seriously dating at that point and we had had a lot of serious conversations of like I don't think that this path this legal career is for me and he was he was really like the voice of the Lord in a lot of it and and a voice of reason and reassurance of like listen like your degree the not the letters behind your name like those are not the things that define you um they're sure they're what this the world sees but like the Lord is ultimately like our caretaker our provider our strength like if i lean into the lord and just follow i will be okay we will be okay whatever that looks like and so matt was really like huge in kind of parsing out um this unrest that i really really felt in my entire legal career and time at school um so he really was like just the hands and feet of the Lord. And I'm just so grateful. I want to talk to that. That's so good. Yeah. I love that you said that your husband was like the Lord was speaking through your husband, that he does that with a lot of us. And I say that to bridge sometimes. I'm like, I I have, I have bad bad ears. I can't hear what he wants from me. So God has to pick people in my life to literally reach out and say, Mackenzie, wake up. This is what I want. And they come in all shapes and sizes. And yours was through love and, and he loves you unconditionally, hopefully, you know, just like God. And so he just showed that. And I think like, what a great sign in a spouse, like a future spouse, you know, like you guys weren't married yet, but to me that that's like that is the ultimate spouse is someone that can can sit with you and just say I noticed that this isn't bringing you peace mm-hmm. and like I I noticed too that like there are other other passions and things on your heart that you shared and I, I support you in whatever path you want to take they will the best for you completely yes. which is so yes. amazing yeah how is yeah. being a mother to your sweet Calentres? like yeah. you, you, she has one you guys and and can I say, Shaw, you, you have one in heaven. Absolutely. She has one in heaven totally. as well. Yes. And um, we talk about listening to God's will with joy and grace. Um, how how are you doing? How was this year for you? Um, and yeah, how's being a mom? Yeah, being a mom is the most challenging gift I've ever been given, but it is the <laughs> most beautiful. Like, I have the biggest smile on my face. Oh. Just, it's my favorite thing ever. Yeah. Um, and... 
yeah, I just couldn't be more grateful. We, yeah, we have our little talent, Therese, who, yeah, will be just about 10 months old this coming week, and then we have our little one in heaven um, as well, and this this year, we lost our little baby this year, just about a couple months ago now, and um, we were actually with a good friend yesterday, and she just checked in, hey, how are you doing um, with everything, and I just so appreciate, you know, people even asking, because I know it can be, miscarriage can be a really hard thing to chat about but mm-hmm. um with Callan here on earth with us and our little one in heaven I just told this good friend of ours I was like without the hope of heaven this would have been so much more difficult for me and not wow. that I don't have difficult days because mm-hmm. what I would give to hold our sweet little one like how I can hold Callan here on earth but like Matt and I often talk about how you know our goal as parents um we really truly believe like okay our goal is to get our entire family and those around us to heaven and so mm-hmm. we are one out of two so far that's <laughs> awesome we can re- we can rejoice in that and oh. we have a little intercessor and it just like it, yeah it honestly just gives me the chills so me just too. you know like we have a little one in heaven praying for um our sweet girl praying for our family praying for this world like um so yeah being a mom is just this gift that I could not I can't even articulate how awesomely hard and beautiful it is um but I've learned so much about not only myself but who I am as a a wife and a mom and how how our marriage is strengthened because of the way that we can be united by our children um yeah, I love that. Yeah, the most difficult, beautiful thing. <laughs> that's the it's best awesome. way to put it. Oh, that's so good. And also, I feel onto the marriage thing. Your marriage is always strengthened yeah. if if both of you are doing God's will, living for Him, and we're our happiest. Do you feel like that, Bridget? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I completely agree. I mean, I know there have been times like in our own marriage where um, one of us just feels like, oh, like in a rut, or is this really like the career path for me? And I think like. I don't know where I heard this, but someone said like once something starts like negatively impacting the marriage or your family or the way that you mother, um, that's kind of another little wink from God. Like, I don't think this is for you because actually your identity is, is in him and also like the family that he's entrusted you to. So could you talk a little bit about balancing those roles of motherhood, being a wife, but then also pursuing your passion? Totally. Um, and I'll be upfront and honest with you. This is like the balance game that I try to understand more and more every day. And I am not there. I will say that. Oh, are any of us? No, seriously. I'm asking because I'm, because I'm not there. Who can we get on this podcast to teach us all that? The answer to that. Add somebody. Right? Yeah. And that. I think in my own business, um, in balancing like motherhood and wife life, um, something that I remind myself of is one of my deepest desires was to um, continue to use my brain in a way that I can build a business and, um, you know, earn a substantial income, but also be very, very present um, at home and with our kiddos. You can also secure Callan on her monitor because she just woke up. Because they're always with um, us. Hey, girl. <laughs> yes. Bring her on. Yes. Um, and so... With that said, I always have to remind myself, especially at the beginning of a work day, um, because I can set my own schedule, is just that um, when our baby is awake, like I do what I do because I desire to be most present with her. Um, and there's so much peace in this. So I know that it's exactly where and what God is desiring at this present 
moment and season in our life. So I, this balance thing, I will say that that's what I'm striving for. So I put my stuff away. I put my work stuff away when Callan's awake. Um, that's great. Do I get everything done that I need to get done? <laughs> no. <laughs> so it's totally this give and take. And, you know, some seasons in work life are busier than others. So I think that's when um, Matt and I are completely are this teamwork type thing where I'm like, okay, Callum's awake, but I actually have to get, like, I have deadlines right now. So it's this constant struggle of what is balance, but I think that's, again, why I think marriage is so beautiful because you're a team and you Mm -hmm. get to pitch in when the other is right doing stuff something bridge and johnny always do this that i love that colin and i will start doing tomorrow is you guys do tap out so you're like okay we tap like (laughs) one of them will run in and they'll be like okay i'm tapping out or what you tell it like at the game we went to we all went to the navy game yesterday um who beat Air Force, by the way. But we, um, it was me, Mackenzie, her husband, and my husband. And, I mean, we do it often, but we definitely did it, like, a 100 times yesterday because our son, Colby, was running around the tailgate. And we just will be like, okay, after five or ten minutes doing it, we'll just walk up to the, to the other one and just be like, all right, like, tap out your turn. And then, like, we'll just swap roles because you have to have that break and that balance. Yes, um, even in those moments. Even in the little moments. But in the work, in the work moments, 100% too – Um, And I think, but I think that we're all like as a society heading in that direction where it really doesn't fall on the one person to be, I'm, I am the sole caretaker of our children. It's really like, no, like it is also the father. And I think I'm seeing like so many beautiful fathers now. Like, I mean, you just see it every day, like driving down the road, I'll see tons of dads with strollers and my mom and my grandma will will make comments to me like that never happened. Mm -hmm. You know, you never saw that 30 years ago. And so, um, I think, it's really cool now that there's there is this space in this room for women to pursue motherhood but also you know what brings them joy outside of motherhood which is the other dreams that god has put on your heart yeah oh i love that um i think that i I think that's it well where can people find you shawl because you have such an awesome account for just motivation and inspiration through faith and fitness and all the things um where can people find you yeah, so I'm over on Instagram at HerFitLife7, and then you can actually follow along on my blog at HerFitLife7.com as well. Awesome. Awesome. That's been, oh, it's been so great having coffee with you, yes. except not. I don't even have coffee. Yes, like kombucha. you know, ladies. <laughs> we need to come out there and make a trip so we can actually have coffee together. I know, she is near where I grew up. Yes, right? please. It makes no sense. So basically, you guys are going to meet before I, I do. No, you're coming with. <laughs> oh, this has been so yes, special. you're coming with. You're for sure. Yes. Thanks for carving out um, your time away from the fam on a oh Sunday, gosh, nonetheless, the Lord's Day. Um, we so enjoyed this with you. And, um, and yeah. Thanks for sharing with us just how you are in real time unraveling the call yeah. that God has put uh, on your heart. Seriously. So we really appreciate you sharing it. Thank you, ladies. And thank you for the work that you are both about to. I'm just so excited for what's ahead for you, too. too. Oh, thank you. From meeting in New York City while pursuing our creative dreams, to working in Hollywood together, to now navigating the adventures of married life and young motherhood, come along with us as we journey and ask the big questions about identity, faith, and the pursuit of joy. And the small ones, like what are you watching on Netflix? And what do you have for dinner? This is Unraveling the Call podcast. I'm Bridget. And I'm Mackenzie. Join us as we attempt to unravel the call that God has already written on our hearts as we learn to to just just say yes.